This is the MagicWordPodcast.com. We're now in the third and final day. I can't believe the Tuesdays have passed because I haven't slept. Uh, because between going to uh, all of the activities and events they have here, eating and drinking, uh, maybe I should uh, give priority to drinking and eating, I have, and then also putting this podcast together, I've had uh, very little sleep. But as they say, you can sleep when you die, which may not be long from now if I keep this up at this pace. Who knows? But here we are on the third day, and I've got with me another fellow reporter, actually, uh, and you have uh, read his name, and you're going to be seeing more about him. He is someone who's going to be giving a uh, special fellowship also from the Academy of Magical Arts, and he was one of the presenters also here who is an artist at the, this convention. Please welcome my friend, Paul Romani. Hey, Scott. Great to see you. <laughs> and you as well. I, you had to reach out to me because it was one of these kinds of conventions. Oh. There are so many people here that if you don't make an appointment to sit down and see somebody, you're going to miss them. Or if you see them and you say, oh, we'll catch up. You never see no, them again. No. Um, magic yeah. Live is kind of like that. Yeah, bit. but this is Magic Live times four. <laughs> on steroids. Steroids. <laughs> oh, they're on something. Um, uh, well, I haven't actually left this building because it's so huge, I can't find the exit. So I've been walking around for three days, sleeping under dealers' tables. <laughs> so I haven't even eaten or slept because I haven't left the building. I know I have a hotel room somewhere. I just don't know how to get out of this. If you can help me later on, show me the exit. Well, that's one of the things they did this year, apparently, that they had closed up some of the exits or the entrances, so it's, it's not as accessible as what it was. Well, so, people, what, like, people like me can't get out of the building, yeah. and we've been living in here. <laughs> well, I imagine you were because you were one of the first people here also to lecture. I think you were first out of the shoot. I, I was the very first. Yeah, it was great. What a, a real moment for me, uh, for my career, a highlight of my career to, you know... I live in a bit of a bubble, and I don't go to many conventions, and because uh, I'm just busy with my son and, and just life, and performing, uh, so I don't get out much. I'm ex- I'm backstage getting ready for my. I did a talk on silent magic, and I do my act as Charlie Chaplin, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, if I get 12 people, I'll be really happy. I, and when I went out, holy smokes, the standing room only, and it really, it really teared me up. There's over 300 people there. Yeah, yeah, 300. Uh, it really teared me up, and. Um, and the comments and stuff have been great, and people stopping me with the magazine, and they enjoyed. It. So it's been, it's been a, oh, it's just, um, I live in a bit of a bubble, and uh, so it's nice to, for people to get the acknowledgement for the work that both you and I do. So, well, when you were saying that you don't go out to conventions much, this is your first Blackpool, you said. Too. Yeah, and I just did my first Magic Live, and now I did my first Blackpool, and I probably won't be seen again for another ten years. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Going back I'll go back to my bubble. I'm like Michael Jackson with the bubble world. I have a little chimpanzee, you know. Um, Are you going to be going to uh, Turin uh, next uh, I've year? I've been invited, yes, and also in May to the Europe one, but I'm not sure if I'm going. I have a, I have a son that I look after, so I'm not... I'm not um, I, my time is divided, so uh, um, I'd like to go. Yes, I have been invited next year, so mm-hmm. I hope so, yeah. I'm going to Magic Live again this year. Oh, good. I'll be seeing you there then, too. I'm trying to cut back on my convention activity uh, this year, so I might just go to a half dozen or so. Well, the reason really is because I'm a performer, and so I'm always working and and just uh, either be my one-person show I'm traveling with or it be a cruise ship or whatever. So usually it's that time of the year when I'm working and I can't do it. So that's really the main reason. I know that you do an act like as Charlie Chaplin. Didn't I read in uh, Vanish magazine that you had met uh, a descendant or an heir? From no, we had, done, we had done a really... No, there's been a lot of uh, 
a lot of connections there. Uh, we did an article, uh, um, sorry, not an article. No, we did a feature years ago, one of the early ones, on uh, one of his granddaughters who is the yeah. family. The whole family is incredibly talented, and she's. She, if you want to see real magic, like theatrical magic, her show is amazing. So, my friend Ben Robinson from New York, uh, he did he interviewed her and stuff. Um, uh, so we've, there's a connection there. And as I was talking to you before, Vanish is really written for myself. So, you know, I mean, no magic magazine would ever think about putting a, uh, a chaplain, one of his daughters, on, on a cover. But I felt, and this is how Vanish operates, is that uh, we can learn a lot from other artists. I had a photographer who was a feature because I felt her work, nothing to do with she. She's not a magician. She didn't take photos of magicians. But we could learn from other artists right, who are creative creative, and the process they go through and we can relate and we can learn so Vanish isn't just about magic I was telling you earlier also we have we have a huge subscription base and it's not just magic I have musicians uh, a variety of artists from other genres who love the magazine because it's so diverse mm-hmm. and, and the stories aren't always about magic tricks or magic I always that's always been my number one goal is to is to expand our minds for the arts in general because I believe that's where we get our inspiration. We have a lot to learn from all sorts of uh, not just variety but just arts in general. Is that your mission statement for the magazine? My mission statement, yes, it certainly isn't to make a living from it. Um, <laughs> um, no, it's a, it really is. Yes, it is. It's a diversity. I think. Yes, I, if if I would say one word it would be uh, diversity Vanish really is the most di- it's it, there's nothing else there there hasn't been anything ever like it I, the amount of um, it's just yeah so it doesn't matter gender race yeah. um, you've broken a lot of new ground there yeah, certainly with and, the and magazine I've seen big changes thanks to people like Connie Boyd you know Connie yeah, of course. Uh, who's done phenomenal work I'm, she's working on a project now that I think could be groundbreaking for lay people, not magic, but they're based around the work that she does, her Magical Woman podcast, uh, the video blog. So there's, a, yeah, I just, I look outside. That's when I say I live in a bubble. In other words, I don't really live in a bubble, but um, I live in a square box. But, a <laughs> clear box. Uh, it's looking outside of what we have had in the past. And, and possibly that comes from being brought up in New Zealand where, where we didn't, it, we weren't, we didn't have affiliation to America or England or Europe. We were a lot of multicultural things, and that's how I was brought up. And so that's how the magazine runs. is very diverse. Interesting, interesting. Well, uh, back to Blackpool then here, since this is your first convention, and the fact that you had also started this, meaning that, you know, it's kind of like, I'm done. Now I can oh, yeah, kind of relax. Really so good. tell me, what have you seen or enjoyed uh, as far as shows go? Well, I'm a bit biased here. Oh, well, I'm a little biased because... Uh, the, the, the knockout for any any time I get to hang with Ray Raymond Crow mm-hmm. is always life changing. Uh, Raymond to me is the epitome of an artist, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, so any Raymond's lecture was phenomenal, standing ovation. Yep. Uh, and and I hang out with Raymond. We had dinner, and it just we just we have the same mindset about the things we like about silent movies and stuff. Right. Um, and plus, we're both from that side of the world, down under. Um, but we, so I don't get the chance. So that's been a real highlight, is seeing Raymond and seeing his lecture and obviously seeing him work tonight. I think he's performing yes, tonight. Yeah, 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 I met you. Uh, and um, just the people. I mean, the, the, the dealer's room is something... Oh, that is something else. 
you know what, I think you could actually have a convention where all you did was go to a dealer's room like the size of that. And you could spend three days walking around yeah. and, and that would be, a, people would love that. Yeah. Because you either spend your time there, you eat later on, way at night, you know. Um, so I don't even Have you bought anything or have you seen anything? I that? have bought, uh, I get, uh, yes, um, I'm about to go and buy one thing. It's the IQ Pro table. I'm a, I beta tested the IQ Pro app, which is an app that runs, and I use it, it runs your entire show. Oh, uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, it, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, so on a cruise ship, I was just on, and in my own one-man show, I have a little button. My show is set up with video wall, a camera, music, everything from my little phone, which is standing on a, on a, it was on a stand. Um, but now I'm going to go and buy their little system, which means it's, it's much more, uh, it just looks better. Anyway, uh, and that, I press one button, my entire show, so I now don't need, my, my sound tech is zero because I, all they have to do is plug in HDMI and away I go. So they have a table that you can put your camera on and also I run a Facebook page, um, uh, a cooking page, nothing to do with magic, and the table is perfect for my cooking show <laughs> and so actually that's I said I, la- I laughed I said I'm going to come in and buy that not for magic for what you designed it for I'm coming back to, to buy this because it's got the light built into it it's got the, the stand for the ca- everything and as, as somebody that does um, Facebook uh, make, you know m- makes money off Facebook that, that to me is, is gold so I'm going back to buy that so that's, that's I mean there's so much there it's over plus with Vanish I do get a lot of review items yeah. So I have so much magic at home. The latest right. stuff, I get sent the latest things because we review the latest things. And so magic, and so I have a lot of, I, I, but it's great to connect with the the advertisers and the creators. Right. So that's really what I'm doing at the dealer stand. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very special. It's a great convention. I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, I, you know, I, my mind is so, uh, I do sleep because I, I, I leave under the table, I noticed. Yeah, yeah, that's me. See that little bed over there? Um, no, I did find my hotel room. Um, it's a 90-minute walk from here. But, um, uh, no, so I want to be refreshed every day, so I don't drink a lot, so I don't go out drinking and stuff. I, I go back to the room and I just go to sleep because I need to be fresh every day. Mm-hmm. I, I want to take it all in. But even then, the funny thing about this is that I, I, I need, I'll, I'll need a, two weeks to... Th- if you come back to two weeks and ask me what was... That same question, I can give yeah. you an answer, is what I'm saying. You've had time to digest yeah. this right now, it's just overload. It's, it's overload. And I yeah. said to you earlier, I have to actually physically leave the building. So I did find the exit, don't worry, people. Um, I have to physically leave the building to get fresh air and just take a break by myself to charge my battery for a minute. And then I'll come back in. And, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Good advice for someone who's going to be coming in for the first yeah. time, too. That you're, yeah. If you're overwhelmed, you've got to step back. It, it's immensely overwhelming. I don't need. I don't know how the organisers do it. They've done an amazing job. And I yep. would, I, if you only go to one convention in your life, obviously the big ones like FISM, but you have to do Blackpool. If you ever get a chance, Blackpool, just to experience four to 5,000 magicians uh, and the dealer's room that just doesn't it's hard stop. Hard to explain until you actually get here. Yeah and, uh, yeah, and it's hard for me to even explain it because I need time to process it. Yeah. Well, Paul, thanks very much. I appreciate your comments over there. I always like to talk to someone who's been there first timers then too. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a, fir- I'm a. Do you remember your first time? No, no. Okay. <laughs> so for the magic word, happy note. <laughs> that was Paul Romani, Scotty Hell. We just finished uh, the International Close-Up Show, and it was all with Americans. Yesterday was with the Brits, and so uh, 
just a, an excellent show, well-rounded, a lot of fun. And right now we're getting ready for the panel discussion. It's going to be with Matt King, hosted by uh, Neil Noel Britton. Right. Sorry, Neil Noel Britton. I thought that wasn't right. And so I've got with you now Bill Hurts. Hey there, Bill. Hi, Scott. How are you? I'm fantastic. Enjoying Good. the convention. I love it. It's overwhelming, but I, <laughs> I always have fun. Well, one of the reasons that you come, I think, also is as a producer, don't you look for acts? I'm always looking for stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and there are some really great acts here, always. Have you There's booked anybody? One person I'm already we're talking mm-hmm. to, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And we work with a lot of the international acts already, so yeah. I know that you have booked like uh, Michael Carbonero just for so people who well, we are repre- listening. We don't it's... book, we oh, represent. Sorry. Yes. Represent for corporate events. Mm-hmm. We have. Uh, Tons of people. Uh, Michael Carbonaro, uh, Matt King, uh, Derek Hughes, Ben Seidman, Colin Cloud, David Gerard, Chad Long, and on and on. David yeah. Williamson, and on and on and on. So, but we're, they're all exclusive. Meaning with you? With us. Mm-hmm. My company, Magic Corp. But that's only for corporate. That's all we do is corporate events. So. Okay, so if they're going to be doing something else, let's say like like a cruise ship, or if they're going to work in Las Vegas, or have their, so what about could they have their own show? I guess and still absolutely, yeah. Well, I know that's that's true. I know that Mac got his show. Right, and he goes out and does corporate for you tons, sometimes tons. too. Yeah. yeah, Colin Cloud does tons of corporate. He's in yeah. the Limitless with right the Shin Lim. Right. Um, yeah, we work with a ton of people, and we also work with a ton of people who aren't exclusive, but mainly are you know the people. Ben Seidman, as I said, David Gerard, those guys, they're all exclusive, meaning that if you want to book them for any corporate event, you have to sort of come through our company. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And you're out of New York, right? Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah. Kind of close. New kind England close, area. Exactly. As far as for me from yeah. Texas, it's out that area. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now, do you come to Blackpool every year? Not every year. Only if I have really good friends. I mean, yeah, I, I try and come. It's a little zooey. It's, you know. <laughs> a little bit. It's crazy. I mean, that the dealer room is just, goes on for three years, you know. I mean, it's just. Now you're probably yeah. not performing like you did before, but do you find things in there that you want to buy? I always, yeah, I'm a sucker. I've got, I've, <laughs> I'm like everybody else. I got the drawer full of crap that yeah. I'll never touch again. But, you know, I still do a ton of performing. I do, yeah. On, but only corporate. That's all. Uh-huh. So that you know, I mean, and to answer your question, we have nothing to do with cruises or colleges, and a lot of people have separate agents. Yes. For that, because right. we don't get in that, and I think that's great. Some people have European agents, mm-hmm. so that we're only the U.S. agent. Right. Um, not many, but a few. So when people, or say a company, would come to you saying, "Who do you recommend?" Is that what they do, or do yes. they have a specific person? Like, let's it talk can, to David it, Williamson. Said, "Hey, you need to talk to this guy." It can be talk to Bill. It can be either one of them. Okay. It, sometimes we do a ton. Of, we do about six, seven hundred corporate events a year, mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll go, "Well, who do you recommend?" And it's rare when I'll recommend just one person. I'll usually say, "Here's a, you know, it's it's a matter of style. Sure. Who 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 do you think is going to fit your group the best?" Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I know there, there's definitely ageism in America so that when we get a call for, like, a, a Google or a, a, some young tech company, I'm not even going to put myself up there because they don't want me. And that's fine. I understand. Yeah. And that's, you know, just fine. But it works the opposite as well, that an older group doesn't want, you know, 
uh, a younger person in the 20s younger, or something. Yeah, exactly. they want someone with experience that has been you, mature in I the mean, business. Think, think so. of, you want somebody who you identify with. Yeah, identify, that's the word. You right. know, it's, it's sort of like, I want to be with the same people who are in the same country club that I am. Right. That, I understand. Yeah, and so it's, you know, I mean, like, if, if they wanted somebody who's tech oriented, we get a ton of that. Oh, sure. Uh, you know, David Gerard, who used to work at Google. He's fantastic. Or everybody's got, you know, Doug... Well, Trig Ma- Watson's a newest guy coming out, it seems like, with a lot Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Yeah. Doug McKenzie and Ryan Oaks have a thing yeah. called Digital Deception, which we book all the time. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. Um, so, and it all depends on, you know, who the crowd is, what they're looking for, etc. And as far as this convention goes, what have you seen so far that's... Not necessarily when you're, who you're looking for, but, I mean, somebody's kind of... You've thought, wow, that was a really good act or a good show or... Yeah, I mean, like, we work with Celia Munez, who's... Yes, uh, with Mike Caveney did the ventriloquism. Right, yeah. but she was in America's Got Talent yeah, show in right. Las Vegas. And uh, so we'll bring her over for certain events. Or, you know, uh, Nick Einhorn or Nigel Mead or British people or Jorge Blas in Spain. You know, I mean, we do all sorts of international evenings. Yeah. And we do a ton of, like in companies like, uh, countries like Qatar or Saudi Arabia, we do a yeah. ton of events. So, sometimes it's much cheaper to fly from Europe or, of course. you know, we do a lot in Hong Kong and so. Uh, going to the dealer's room back there again, you were saying that you uh, had found something. What is it that was, you think, one of the hot items this year? Well, the thing everybody was talking about was an empty Amazon box, which... You show it empty and then it, um, that was like a drawer box kind of a thing yeah okay uh, that was one of the hot items I haven't seen much else that's really hot mm-hmm. um, nothing that people are really you know it, again it's a lot of the apps and the electronic stuff which a lot of electronic yes. stuff sure, yeah which, what I like about that is the diversity of things that they have I mean from anvil cases for your props and things to all kinds of electronics you know close up and uh, gimmick coins or uh, you know of course a lot of apps and things uh, for your phone and whatnot. it's just a quite a diverse number of uh, items they've got you know? exactly yeah there, there are so many different things and so many uh, uh, dealers I mean it's just overwhelming you kind of go I can only take you know this for a half an hour or 45 minutes or so yeah because there's so much you really can't yeah see everything yeah. and then of course even trying to get to the front of the booth it's just a it's something it's like so like mark mason for example you know you're not even going to get that right i'm sure well mark's the best but you know i mean it's yeah you have to stand there and wait and i yeah. mean even with with so many dealers you have to wait and you know people complain about blackpool being not a great city to host it. However, I'm not getting outside. I'm not. No, I'm not right. shopping. Who exactly. cares where it is? That's you know, exactly we're all right. inside the Winter Garden. I, yeah, but in fact, our cab driver said today, uh, "How do you like Blackpool?" I said, "Haven't you know? I've been here numerous times and haven't seen it. I mean, this is the biggest convention in the world. It's bigger than yeah. FISM, and it's. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, one of the things you have to realize is that though, is I would guess 95 percent of the people here or more are amateurs. Weekend, you know. Yeah. And for a lot of these people, this is their big vacation of the year See, on top the of one, that. And the only uh, magic convention they probably attend. Exactly. Well, even this is their vacation. They meet oh, their regular buddies, yeah. and this is their vacation for the week, and they come and, like, the Ruskin House, which is a zoo at yeah. night. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't even... Nobody I know goes anymore. 
because it's too crazy. Yeah, yeah. So people just lined up. We've all found a hotel in. which is away from it. And we all kind of. Yeah, even if you're near there, you can hear it a block away. You know, exactly. Just it's overflowing. That's exactly. True. So, well, Bill, thank you very much. I appreciate you bet. getting a chance to chat with you. It's well, been a while since we were in Cuba. That was one of the oh, better that's conventions right. that we were in Havana. Wasn't that great? Well, that's the one we put on. That's yeah. right. That was, was right. Uh, yeah, with John Stetson and John John, uh, John Rose. Rose. Stetson Rose and I, and yeah, yeah. that was fantastic. And I've told everyone that's my favorite convention I think I've ever attended. It was a great one, and we did. Uh, and we've got some other fun stuff coming up. You Keep know. me in the loop. Okay. I want to know. And I will I'll do that. Tell the listeners about it then too. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks, Magic Word Podcast. That was Bill Hurst, Scotty L. Pretty full day. A lot of things have been going on. I'm taking just a, uh, a dinner break then right now, and I thought I would run into, uh, or I did run into, have a uh, lucky chance to uh, meet with a couple of my mates from uh, Scotland. And uh, I just missed Ivor, but I'm here with Jeff Burns right now. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm fantastic, Scott. <laughs> it's lovely to see you again. And you too. So you came, all, not all the way, but <laughs> you came uh, from Aberdeen. Yeah, not as far as you. Train yeah. journey, three trains, but honestly, it felt like about 20 minutes. It was so fast. And that's because, well, I would think it would take you, it seemed like forever because it's like oh you're chomping at the bit you're so anxious to get here it seems like it's you know absolutely from the time you leave your house you're just desperate to get into the dealer's hall yeah. and see what magical <laughs> creations exist take my money please yeah, take my yeah. money and that's from a Scotsman <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right now they've just they've got the uh, dealer's closed so yeah. three days are up so you're finished yep so I'm taking all the money that I've not spent yet and putting it back into the safe in the hotel <laughs> So tell me, what uh, did you find something really cool that you uh, bought or you think you could put into... Uh, yeah, your... absolutely. It was good seeing some mentalism stuff. Mm-hmm. Seeing, uh, watched j- just out of the Matt O'Neill lecture where he's talking about memory training. Was it uh, mostly new, uh, mnemonics? Yeah, mm-hmm. mainly mnemonics and pictures. You know, uh, Yeah, picturing mm-hmm. the, the different things. And at this ripe old age of 54, I need all the help I can get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... Put another 20 years on you. <laughs> okay, fair <laughs> See what play. See what you are like then. Uh, and so uh, what about other people? What have you seen that as far as like the gala show or lectures? or? Yeah, shows? so I uh, went to see Raymond Crow. I think yeah. that was today. Was yesterday. Oh, oh, was it yesterday? It all goes into yeah. one big pot. <laughs> um, so that was really good, very inspiring. Just seeing. I love a, a lecture that's a performance as well mm-hmm. and not just teaching you again how True. to do a double lift. Yeah. Uh, but also Matt King went to the Matt King Super Talk. That was, that was great. today. Mm-hmm. That was today. That was brilliant. Um, Hosted nice. by uh, Noel Britton. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Noel did a great job as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's good because you get to hear some of the, the pitfalls of superstardom mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, honest views, but it was entertaining the whole way through as well. And he again received another fantastic ovation from a very appreciative audience. He had four different posters that he was selling, and uh, I went to see the Steve Spill lecture, which started immediately after that. Yep. And I thought, well, I'll give a chance for the line to kind of come down. I came out one hour later, and it looked like the line hadn't moved. It was still probably an hour long. So I did Steve Spill's lecture as well, yeah. and then came out, went for coffee, and then went to the Matt O'Neill lecture an hour later, came out, went for coffee... And Matt King is still there right now. Kidding me? He's down to the last three thousand people, I think. (laughs) 
But what a great business model. <laughs> oh, really, it is. That's right. Well, he's taking time. He's talking with people, taking his pictures, yeah. signing their posters and everything, you know, and he's just being a, a, a great performer, you know, really. Because yeah. that's what he was saying. One of the things he really loves is afterwards that uh, David Copperfield and others don't come out now after the show and sign things. Yeah. He said, I love that part of the thing. Yeah, exactly. And you get to meet the people that have come and, you know, bought your tickets. Not mm-hmm. so much for us in this case because it's all part of the like the one weekend pass but what I loved about him and it just reminded me how important it is to make sure you're having fun mm-hmm. on stage as well like he was laughing the whole way through his show and it's just inspiring you just think this guy is loving what he's doing I don't know how old he is um, but he is loving what he's doing yeah. and that's a great message and it's keeping him young yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. and he doesn't like sitting about apparently <laughs> no, who knew <laughs> no that's right well it's kind of like Harrison Greenbaum uh, whenever he's out he likes to work in fact he was saying to me that when he had the contract uh, with the Cirque du Soleil show in Las Vegas that he uh, had in the contract that he would have the ability to go and work uh, other comedy clubs around town in other words it's not exclusive in other yeah. words you won't just see me here because he said I've got to be performing Performing, I got a big out. You know, kind of like what Mac was saying when he's yeah. on vacation. His wife said to him after three days, "I know what's wrong with you." Yep, yep. <laughs> you You're missing the applause. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> applause. That's right. And it shows you again the importance of keeping it fresh, keeping it consistent, and. Yeah, just making sure that you're having fun the whole time too, and just not resting too much. I'm looking forward tonight to seeing Suriana, or uh, what's her name, Suyana Shaw. Yeah, Su- mentalist. Su- yeah, yeah. Uh, from um, from India. I've heard a lot of people raving about her already. Yeah. I must confess, I hadn't heard of her. Nor had I, but um, I since I've gotten here, I've heard the same. Yeah. Buzz. Everyone is raving about her, so yeah. yeah, that might be really interesting to see. I was hoping to get a chance to pull her aside before she got. Before everybody knew who she was, and I beg a moment of her time, but I, that hasn't happened. We haven't, our paths haven't crossed. I've put in my contacts, but unfortunately, we haven't gotten together yet. But I'd love to sit down and chat with her. Yeah, absolutely. I did see her taking some selfies hmm. with people because uh, I think she's got like a million followers mm-hmm. uh, on her social pages yeah. and stuff. And um, yeah, there was a lot of people that were looking to uh, to get that picture. Which means it happened. Yeah. <laughs> no picture. It yeah. never happened. It never happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Well, Jeff, thanks very much. I'm going to go see if I can find some fish and chips. Fantastic. Okay. Awesome to see you. Sorry There's a great one just around the corner. I'm on my way. <laughs> so, the Magic Word Podcast. That was Jeff Burns. Scotty out. We just finished the uh, show. Actually, a couple things are going on simultaneous. First of all, we had. The uh, evening, final evening gala, uh, which I'm attending, going to be going to uh, here in a few moments, and just finished watching uh, Suhani Shaw, uh, mentalism show. And as I was coming out, then uh, ran into a uh, one of the listeners over here, uh, Foxy. Hey, Foxy. How you doing, Scott? How you doing? <laughs> I'm fantastic. So tell me, do you come to this very often? I mean, do you, to the Blackpool? I mean, since you live in Liverpool, right? Live in Liverpool, okay. so it's only an hour down the, the road. Yeah. Uh, been coming for the last good few years, um, and it all started with. Came in one of the first times, one of the best times I came when it was lockdown. Mm-hmm. Came down here, and it was great. Loved it, and I'm constantly coming back. All now, the time. when being in Liverpool and, and knowing that Blackpool also is a holiday camp, uh, is Liverpool was that considered a holiday camp? Did people go there also, or did did you go to Blackpool when you were a kid? Um, I was always like magic. Yeah. I don't mean black, I don't mean as a magician. I mean just as far as holiday goes. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Um, I live in New Brighton, which is over the water from Liverpool okay. on Wirral, and there is a difference. Okay. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, holiday, holiday uh, towns and cities, uh, Blackpool, North Wales, mm-hmm. New Brighton. They're all big, massive uh, seaside resorts. Yeah. And I used to come to Blackpool as a kid. That's what I was wondering. Just, yeah, to go on the fair, to go on the roller coasters, and to see the lights in the autumn and the winter time. To see the lights, the the, the, the illuminations. You mean from, uh, the the lights that they light up? Or are you talking about the uh, yeah, no, yeah, winter the, lights? Yeah, yeah, the lights. Oh, okay. So they go all the way from Bispam, which is oh. about, about two about two and a half miles. Okay. And there's just a whole promenade is lit up with yeah. different illuminations and. Uh, the reason I was wanting to ask about that is because that we've talked a few uh, the last couple of days just about this being a holiday camp, but no one's really talked about this, you know, from that perspective of having attended here or been here, you know. And so I just want to talk with someone you were and you were lad that you wish you used to uh, come then also. So that was a fun time, I guess. And things have changed. Is it is it different from what it was then? I assume uh, it's always been a poor city, mm. a poor town, a poor seaside town, a lot of poverty. And you, it, it's, how could, it, it's the equivalent is like Asbury Park in New Jersey. Okay. Like I've been there, and yeah. that was on the bones of its yeah. backside. Yeah, yeah. It's the same with here. So it's got the, all the glitz and the glam, but there's an undercurrent of like poverty. And you find a lot of Scottish, a lot of Irish, a lot of Mancunians, okay. and a lot of a, a lot of Liverpoolians that come to like a working like a working person's holiday. Yeah, and it's it's still great, but it, it's. It's scummy, it's dirty, and I love it. Um, okay. I love it. Well, I've just never been here, of course, during the summertime. It's every time I've been, well, this is on my second time at Blackpool Convention, and it's this time of the year, of course, and when it's drink, uh, I guess, as they would say in Scottish, you know, that's very uh, overcast and cold, you know, mm-hmm. here. So uh, I don't know what it's like. That's why I was curious. Apparently, it must have been really nice in the summer, but... Uh, still bleak, still cold in the summer. You yeah. know how, you know how British summers are. You've yeah. got to catch <laughs> that, you've got to catch that yeah. 10 days of sun. Yeah. But so... As far as this convention goes, tell me about what you've seen so far, or that uh, as far as lecture or performance. Or, I mean, we're kind of wrapping this up here this evening. So. Yeah, I've, 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 see, I've tried to get to see as much as I can. This is a huge convention, and oh, what boy. with the dealers' hall and everything that's going on. Yeah. I think look, this year's there's, there's a few more queues, a few more queues that you have to sort of you can't just freely flow into everyone. A bit of overlapping, so you have to pick and choose wisely. Is that different from previous years? Yeah, because everything sort of. Ra- rolled onto each other and they weren't capping it they weren't capping mm. the, uh, the the attendance in the, in the halls well, that's true I noticed that sometimes yeah. it's like you can't get in it's like yeah. right capacity yeah. yeah so in previous years you could flow you could say well I'm going to see half an hour of this and nip into somewhere else and dash off into another one this year I think you have to you have to pick and choose a bit, a, a bit more a bit wisely and obviously be there in plenty of time right. so you're in the queue so you get a good seat so it's kind of taking the edge off it but I mean, this morning I saw John Bannon, amazing. So yesterday I saw Dave Regal. Yeah. Uh, there's lo- loads of people. Um, just bumped into Ryan Hayashi. Loads of loads of like famous faces. Uh, right. And that that's the best thing about Blackpool. You can rub shoulders. Right. With the uh, with the, with the great and the good. Matt King was of course here today, and after his uh, the thing that he did with uh, Noel Britton. I uh, was out front signing autographs and uh, taking pictures for three hours. For hours. I was going to say for hours and hours. <laughs> I, I seen him set up, and by the time I got dinner, met some friends. He came back. Came back. He was still, still he there. Was still, he was still there. Oh, man. That pen must have some ink in it. <laughs> <laughs> I should say so. I should say so. Uh, now, tell me about the dealers. Is there something that you bought that you're going to take back? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, coins. Do you like sets of coins? Yeah. Like flash fry. It's... This, it's just an unbelievable set of coins, little bits and pieces. Again, 
because I'm fairly new to all this, I've got hundreds of years, to, hundreds of years of catch up in yeah. terms of what I like to buy. So I have to be specific. Yeah. And I picked up a good, a good, a good few odds and ends, bits and bobs. That I'm going to go home. Got myself a. Um, like a card making kit for making flaps, blink cards. Sure. I like I like the art and craft side of it. I'm a school teacher, so I, t- I go back to school and I'll teach the kids all this. I will I will will make something of it back at school. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So uh, for people who haven't attended conventions, this is really one that they should come to because oh it's yeah. The, the, this is like the da- This is like the daddy. Yeah. This is I mean I've been to other ones and a little bit dry and it it comes in pigs and troughs in yeah. terms of excitement but this one's a steady this one you need a lot of energy to come to this one pack your sandwiches pack a hot flask and just dive and and, <laughs> and, ju- and jump around because you're going to see an awful lot and you best get your walking boots on because you're going to be doing a lot of walking we right as far as the food goes because uh, i was uh, uh, i decided early on that i'm going to have breakfast you know with the b&b where i'm staying mm-hmm. and that will serve me for most of the day and then eat later at night because there are so many things back to back to back you don't want to miss anything you know and so uh, have a very late dinner <laughs> that's it I, I mean I've just had mine now Yeah. I've just come out with Steve Valentine before then just stuff how up. was it did you like it yeah yeah it was, it was cool yeah it was good it's nice to see like people with a story and the journey that they start from right. and get to yep. it's always nice to weave those, those uh, personal aspects in well, there again, had a choice, you know, of seeing uh, Steve or Suhani, and I hadn't seen her from India. Next again, I'm going to go see the gala over here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, as far as listening to the podcast, I know the reason I try to keep this usually to around an hour is because of people like you. Then you're out for a walk, usually you're out for about an hour, or people who are drive time to and from work, or if they're at the gym or walking the dog or something. But don't tell listeners where it is you listen. Tuesday on a Saturday morning. I usually on a Saturday morning. I go to the gym. Do my workout, and then I walk from Seacombe all the way to New Brighton, which probably takes me about an hour and a quarter to get home. Yeah. And I just listen to it on the banks of the Mersey with a notebook in hand because there's so much information in your podcast. Wow! I am constantly writing notes, references, who I should look up. So yeah. as I'm looking out, very across the Mersey, I've got Scott Wells <laughs> buzzing around my brain, and it's the best. And that's, that's the routine. Thank you. Well, now I've got that song, Ferry Across the Mersey, in, in my brain. That's it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Foxy, thank you very much. I'm glad that we had a chance to uh, chat. Thanks very much for listening and also for your comments about the convention. Brilliant. I've been looking for you all weekend. There's a load of people that look like you. You've got a million doppelgangers, and I'm glad I found you. I had, when I registered, some lady was saying, you were here last year, and I said no. She said, well, you definitely have a doppelganger. Someone looks exactly like you. Yeah, just like me, a million people, seven foot tall, glasses, beard, you know. Dressed in black. Yeah, that's it, that's it. <laughs> Very good. So for the Magic Word Podcast, thank you. That was Foxy, Scotty out. still getting ready to go into the show here and uh, people are getting in queue and the line looks very long uh, but I uh, wanted to chat with someone who is uh, someone who has been on the podcast before had an episode with him uh, he is a multiple winner of uh, many of the uh, things the Magic Circle has uh, whether it's been a close-up stage children I uh, got it all in fact he's handling the uh, the youth program now for the Magic Circle as well my friend Edward Hilsom hey there Edward 
Hi, Scott. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for coming to the Blackpool, and I've got a chance to finally get to see you here, because you've been here, I'm sure, the whole time, but it's just so big, you don't get to see everybody. I have, yeah. It's it's an amazing convention, isn't it? I mean, I've got lots of friends here that (laughs) I haven't seen, um, but yeah, good to to see you. How many years have you been attending? Oh, I've been attending since... I, I think my first Blackpool was maybe... 17, 18 years ago. Okay. And it was like heaven the moment I came. You know, my mum brought me because I was quite young. Yeah. Dropped me off at the front door and I'd get missed calls from her trying to get me lunch and dinner. But you know what it's like. You can Did see things all day. I, I didn't want to miss anything. Yeah. yeah. They just drop you off and said, good luck, son. We'll see exactly. you in three days. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and that must have been heaven for you. I mean, like you said, I mean, you know, seeing all the magicians, you know, seeing the dealer's room for the first time is something as large as it is and it's just gotten bigger every year. It really is. As, as a kid, it's like a kid walking into a candy shop, I think. You know, yeah. there's all the, I remember especially that first convention, seeing the magicians live that I'd seen on their DVDs and it yeah. got their books. So it is a real, I think it's an amazing to be in a world where you can really meet your heroes. That's a good point. And sometimes I've heard people say, well, you shouldn't meet your heroes because you might be disappointed. Every time I have within Magic, they've met their expectations. They're really nice people. It's in addition to being great they found that to be the truth pretty much? For sure, yeah. I think I've been very lucky to meet most of my heroes. And, yeah, they've all been incredibly generous with their time. I mentioned that you are the, uh, in charge of the youth program for the Magic Circle. What does that entail, and how, how young are they, and how do they join or and get into it? Yeah, so I'm co-chair of the Young Magicians Club yep. alongside Harry DeCruz. And uh, it's, a, it's the youth section of the Magic Circle. Um, for anyone from 10 to 18 years old so anyone can join as long as you're between 10 to 18 there's a website young the young magicians club.co.uk and um yeah it's open to anyone internationally we stream all the workshops oh, on do. zoom now okay. and uh we ship the magazines worldwide you can also choose to be a digital member where you get um the pdfs instead and so yes yeah, a great club to be part of it's where i started and so it's lovely to be giving back now and is it like a, a course that's like 10 weeks long or is it a series or they kind of drop in and out or how is it? So there's workshops every single month in London at the Magic Circle. But like I said, we, you can join on Zoom if you can't get to the headquarters. Uh, we also now have an archive. So all the past lectures are online. So there's a real incredible archive with fantastic material, as are the magazines. And then once a year, we have our big convention. So it's our one-day convention with a close-up competition, stage competition, gala show, lectures, the youth, special events, for the youth. all just for the young magicians. How cool yeah. is that? Wow, I don't think I know of other conventions that are youth conventions, so wow. Sure. No, it's, it's incredible. We've got use of the Magic Circle building, which is just, you know, a wonderful place to be able to welcome young magicians. We get about 80 members a month. Yes. And, um, yeah, get to inspire them, bring in different teachers and wonderful people to... Yeah, share so, their magic. So is this also like a direct path to, to membership to getting into the Magic Circle if they wanted to continue to pursue that once they've been in the program? Absolutely. So in their last year, when they're 17, going on 18, uh, we have the membership secretary come in and do a special session to explain how to become a member. And uh, yeah, there's a pathway to becoming a full member that's much right. easier than if they weren't. Um, Otherwise. Yeah, because yeah, they've kind of vetted you. They know that you're interested and you've sure. been trained by people who are Magic Circle members. Exactly right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how long has this been going on? I mean, I'm sure it's being refined every year. You're getting new ideas and things. But how long has the program been going? Yeah. So the club itself has been. I believe it's 98. Um, 
or maybe a little bit, forgive me, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but yeah, I was a member from early 2000s, um, so yeah, I think we're coming up to our 30th anniversary. And are you still competing on a different uh, note here, changing uh, gears, that uh, I know you've won several awards, are there, are you kind of feel like, eh, I've won them all, and I'm not going to compete anymore, or are you still competing there or elsewhere? Um, yeah, not so much. I, I did the International Brotherhood editions, the British Ring, close up competition. Yeah, I yeah. did, yeah. And um, was thrilled to win first place there. And um, yeah. Did you and visit in Quebec last year also, I think? I was, and I did the act, and it didn't. It, I wasn't too happy with how it went at FISM, oh, okay. so it would be nice to go back to FISM and at least show how my act was meant to look. Okay, you're going to go to Turin then next year, you mean? Yeah, I'm all okay. booked, and so, uh, yeah, it would be nice to... I, Obviously, there's a long way to go to being in the competition, but <laughs> I hope I will have the opportunity again to represent yeah. the UK. That's a that's an admirable thing, and you do a good job. I think you're a wonderful magician. So. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much, Edward. I appreciate your time, and I'm glad that you're enjoying the convention. I'm glad you got a chance to uh, to chat for a little bit here then, too. Thanks for having me, Scott. You bet. Enjoy. So for the, for the Magic Word Podcast, that was Edward Hilson and Scotty Allen. my uh, good mates uh, from the U.S. and also the guy who's always in charge of the sound and light at the 4F every year was uh, one of the uh, keynote lectures uh, at, here at uh, Blackpool and I'm with him right now, Jimmy C. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, it's nice to see you. <laughs> you too, what sir. What a great time. It's been just a, a, an incredible a gathering of everything we all love to do. Yeah. So how easy is that? On a, on a bigger stage, oh, quite huge, literally. Oh, yeah. huge, People from all over the world smiles from all over the world yeah. and I got to lecture here um, and it was just giving back, you know and I told them, everybody in here this lecture gave to me they learned magic and we, we, have a, a, we have a collection of people from all over the world teaching us, you know I started when I was 42 years old so by being 42 I had to work harder and I met guys like you, met guys like in fact uh, the president, international president was in there Mr. Arkin, and I couldn't thank them enough because I don't know what I'd be doing. Yeah, you know, we stand on the shoulders, we hear it all the time, but when you look out and see somebody 90 years old and he still loves magic, right? We share it, we give it back. Right. Yeah. Was that kind of the crux of your lecture, what you were talking about today, then too? It was a big part of it because I wanted also to tell everyone that at the age of 42 and starting right. magic, and then how far I've climbed by just working hard. And it gives it back to you. It, it really does. It's been a wonderful ride so far. Yeah. I'm not stopping. So have you been to Blackpool before, or is this your first time? Uh, t- about 10 years now. Okay. Same yeah. with, well, about 20 years ago I was here, oh so it's my. been a long time. Yeah. But it was incredible. What have you enjoyed the most since you've been here? Oh, it's definitely the camaraderie. Yeah. Yeah, seeing the same people, and they're showing you magic, and you're showing them magic. Because there's all levels here. It's not all top-notch, America's Got Talent. It's the guy that lives in a little town 80 miles into the country that loves magic and shares it. You know, I I saw this one gentleman, an older gentleman, in his late 80s, and he did a snap snap knot. You know how you... Oh, yeah, snap knot. Yeah, and he did two in a row on the same rope. And then hmm. took a ring, a plastic ring, and then snapped it, and it was on the road. Wow. I said, wow. You see stuff like that. Nobody practices like that on that type of thing, you know. Card magic all the time. Lots of great card techniques here. Uh, technicians, I should say. Yeah. But I'm strictly on how can I share and make somebody smile. That's all I care about. Yeah, and it's working. Right. 
Right. Now, you live down in Boca Raton, Florida. Is that right? No, or I, area? I really, uh, it's Pembroke Pines, but I'm, they say it's uh, Hollywood. Okay. But I work Boca, I work Delray. I did some street magic for a long time on Delray. Um, but I'm booked. I'm doing 20, 22 gigs a month and uh, having a ball. There are private parties, you mean, kind of things? Parties or? and also kids' parties, because I do like kids' magic a lot. And so by balancing that out, I'm busy. My golf game is not good at all. <laughs> well, in a way, that's a good thing because you're sharing. Instead of just, it's all about you, it's all about everybody else and sharing. It sure is. Yeah. When I'm doing, uh, I'm doing nursing homes, I'm doing memory care, but then I'm doing a corporate. I did uh, the Yacht Club, uh, built in 1910 in West Palm Beach, uh, doing close-up magic. So I like the variance of, of the, the older couple, and they look at you and smile, and then a child is giggling, and, and then you have a corporate. Make sure he's nice and tight, the, t- the tie's on tight, yeah. and same thing, smiles, and it's working for me. Yeah. What about the dealers? Have you found anything that uh, impressed you or that you bought the dealers? You know, I, as you know, even though I'm older, I have bought a lot of stuff because yeah. we get caught with the bug, the magic bug. Yep. Uh, but there's a few things I snuck home, I'm sneaking home. I'm just not telling anybody. Yeah, because you're not going to find this stuff over there. No, not at all. So when you see something, it's very special in itself to say, you're not going to find this anywhere. And I think we had dealers from I don't know how many different countries. And uh, I bought some really cool things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm having, you know, again, you know, a kid in candy store. You've heard that before. <laughs> well, exactly. And also, you're one of the, since you're an artist, you're one of the stars. People are coming up to you all the time, well, I'm sure. Ask for autographs and pictures and stuff, and it's got to be cool. It's bizarre to me, but again, I think they feel the love, the of love course. of what yeah. I do. It's, it's, it's reciprocal. I'm not a taker. I want to be. I want to be the giver. You are a giver. You always uh, help everybody. I mean, yeah. like at four F every year. I mean, working behind the scenes. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, as far as the sound and light and everything you're doing and giving rides, you know, to people. And stuff, oh you know? yes, I I waited for a guy at an airport till one o'clock in the morning. Oh my once. gosh. And I found out he took a cab. I tried to Skype him out of town. But it seems like some of the uh, the stories are incredible. Yeah, you know? yeah. But, again, we're, we're the best. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're the best. Thanks, Jimmy, it's very so much. Nice it's good to see you, man. This. Thank you. <laughs> so with the Magic Word Podcast, I'm with Jimmy C. Scotty Allen. One of the performers who was uh, not only a performer but a lecturer here at Blackpool is someone who is uh, world-renowned and uh, (laughs) he's wonderful. If you're ever on uh, cruises, you travel to Australia, he uh, doesn't perform a lot at conventions, although you've been to Magic Live and performed there as well. And Genie Convention. Genie Convention, that's right. Uh, But he's not often seen uh, in the U.S. doing conventions, but I'm so glad that I got a chance to see him over here. My friend, and hopefully yours, if you haven't met him, he will be quickly. <laughs> there he is, Raymond Crow. Hey, man. I, I think I'm friends with, in, with, with I think I'm friends with everybody because I'm not usually in the northern hemisphere, so they, <laughs> so they don't, don't they don't know me off. too well. Yeah, yes, they yeah, know you yeah, well yeah. enough. Okay. <laughs> no, every time I've been around you, it's kind of like you're the most nice and congenial and kind of low key guy. You know. Mm, well, it's a job. Yeah. Well, it's particularly when you're like on a cruise ship, you know, you have to be oh, nice. Oh, yes, you know, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. You I, know? I can't do cruise ships because I get seasick. Do you? Yeah, my father was a sailor in World War II, but I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, I can't thought do. you did some cruises. You never have done a cruise. Though. I have done. I uh, thought you did. Yeah, way back yeah, when. but okay. only, um, uh, only a few. And then just before COVID, I was on a cruise from... Uh, they put me on these little boutique ships. Mm-hmm. And if you go in the Tasman Sea, it's like a cork. 
floating and just bobbing. bobbing. Yeah, because it's and not heavy. It's yeah, it wasn't conducive. And I, I just went. I can't, I'd love to do them. Right. But so pardon me. Well, when you're working, then now you're mainly uh, not. I guess you're doing corporate shows then as well, but a lot of the- theatrical shows, I guess. Yeah, uh, uh, corporate in Australia. I made my own little theatre in my, in my house, uh, inspired by many that I saw in America, actually. Is that kind of like what Tim Ellis has? He has yeah, so, yeah Tim, Tim was really helpful in telling me, and I went and saw Tim's. My mind's a bit smaller. It's 20 people, and we, we sort of ran it last year for the first time. And it was the first time I'd seen an audience's faces, hmm. because on stages you have the lights. Right. And I, I re discovered a love of what I was doing earlier in my career mm-hmm. and, I, and I, th- I thought well, that might be my future you know one, one has to keep thinking what you're going to do um, but of late I've been doing tours in Europe um, when it, uh, so last year I did three months in France with a wonderful troupe uh, this year I did or last year and then in December to January with Luz de Matos mm-hmm. touring Portugal and then Super Magic in Rome it worked out perfect before I got to Blackpool, and so oh, wow. on Thursday I go home. Yeah, that sounds like a nice little tour then. Then as well, oh. and you were part of the variety uh, show, so you did a sign on act, and then you did your shadowography. Uh. Yeah, it was a um, magic. They were all magic shows, mm-hmm. and uh, so I in those shows I did uh, pretty much what you saw here, mm-hmm. um, and maybe one or two others for Lewis because Portuguese speak very good English. Oh, so, I didn't know that, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're very good. Uh, but uh, in France, uh, I, it's, it's wonderful. It's kind of fun because mine comes from France, sort of, you know, uh, pantomime of uh, Marcel Marceau. Yeah, I think, obviously, everybody thinks of Marcel Marceau. Yeah, so it's like selling coal to Newcastle mm-hmm. in, in a way. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. yeah. And uh, I didn't know that Luis was just sticking around Portugal. I mean, I know that he's international and traveled not only throughout Portugal and Spain, but throughout Europe as well. But you stayed mainly in Portugal. Yeah, this tour is Portugal. But later this year, uh, Luis is taking last year's version with Dan Sperry's in it and uh, a few others. Uh, and Eugene will be in it uh, to Folies Berger. Oh, in yeah. Paris, so I think I, I'm not quite sure how many lo- how many weeks they're doing there, but that's a that's a this big, year, this year coming up. I think it's I believe it's in November. Ah, rats! I'm going to be there in April. That's what oh, I was right, going to be. Right. Not performing. I think the illusions are there now. The oh, illusions, yeah. Kevin James is there, and uh, with an all French company. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever worked then, like at the Crazy Horse or the Moulin Rouge? Or? No, no. I, uh, I know, like Rudy Kobe and uh, oh, Rudy Kobe, yes. Yeah, and uh, Tom Mullica and of course uh, Gaetan Bloom and some other guys. You know, worked yeah, there, yeah. So. No, uh, uh, no. Okay. No, no. it's a bit before my time. I, I thought about. It, I thought, oh, would I? It's interesting. For, I normally do a half-hour cabaret or sometimes my own show. Yeah. And I've never worked as an act act where you do ten minutes or yeah. seven minutes. And so it's been fascinating for me to to condense those pieces, yeah. and then also be with other acts that that's all they do is seven minutes. Some yeah. people and uh, in Australia it's, it's probably like Mary, we're, we're not dictated so much by tradition, and uh, so you can do anything you want, and, and not that the Europeans can't, and the Europeans are so beautiful at it. Uh, but I find that I'm a bit of a novelty because I have many interests. So I studied mime, but I like hand shadows or I like physical comedy or some ventriloquism, do you? a little bit. And uh, can you cry like a baby? Can I cry <laughs> like a baby, Scott? Of course <laughs> can I can. Can you? Can you cry like a baby? Oh, 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 oh. 
<laughs> yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> so, well, that's going to that's going to wreck your microphone, buddy. <laughs> People are getting a visual of that. Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, now, this is not your first time then working at Blackpool. It is. It is. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was such a oh, and the most beautiful thing, I got to introduce Wayne Dobson. How wonderful and lovely was that? Well, I got a wonderful picture of that. I was near the, yeah, in the second I, row and I got a good picture oh, of that. Well, I met Wayne when I was 21. Uh, a gentleman f- uh, originally from uh, Yorkshire, Steve Walker. I don't know if you ever knew Steve. Steve, sure do. Steve, oh. that was, sorry, he had a yeah. heart attack, wasn't it? Or he died of heart um, problems or well, something? Steve liked to drink a lot. Okay, it was psoriasis. Um, yeah, I think okay. so. I, I, I do remember that then as well. Yeah, but yeah, he was yeah. Uh, yeah, but from he was Australia. Great friends. He was yeah. great friends with uh, Wayne. Wayne came into Sydney on a, a cruise ship and I was just visiting. And Steve said, hey, you've got to come see Wayne's here this week. I'm sorry for the Yorkshire. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Wayne was 24. It was just before the Royal Variety. And he was an outstanding. I had never seen such beautiful close-up magic and stuff. And uh, and so now, and I've kept in touch with Wayne over the years. We re- re-met. And he, I can't believe he remembered me. We only met one night. But he, that's the type of mind he has. And I said to him tonight, I said, man, I can't believe that I'm going to be the guy that introduces you. Yeah. And uh, that highlight. It was a standing ovation by everybody in the yeah, for, opera theater. For Wayne, because, yeah. uh, man, that, that guy, I, I, I owe him a lot to my career. It brought tears to my eyes whenever he wheeled out there. Yeah, you know? yeah it's wonderful. Yeah. That was really great. Uh, your lecture was excellent. I like that also. The fact that there were so many, uh, such a variety of lectures they had, oh, you know, yeah, and it wasn't all trick, trick, trick. Although there were, there was plenty of that then mm-hmm. as well. But there was a lot of stuff like you were teaching, which are the important things, and that is, like Peter Samuelson always talks about, is the art of magic, which you know he's excellent at. You know, the yeah, king of that stagecraft, yeah. and and uh, and how if you combine other skills with your magic, it can become much richer. Mm-hmm. And so Even my, my, in close-up, and that's what I thought was interesting, because you weren't just teaching, you know, like oh, mime can, for stage oh, or whatever, but oh, you no. were talking about, like, yeah, here's to do a coin really, trick. Yeah, it's just about using your body to yes. make... It's the same as people use their voice, but magic shouldn't stop at the hands or just at your face. I love that idea, you know, yeah. kind of, as you're dropping a coin, you know, you're straightening up your body or going down or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, never, I never think about that, because people are watching your hands, mm. but, yeah, you should move the yeah. rest of your body. Yeah, it, uh, if you watch Charlie Fry... You don't just watch his hands. That's good. Well, yeah. You can't keep your eyes off of him. You know. No, no. You just you just get so envious that <laughs> you give up watching Charlie Fry. He's, he's astounding. Because he can do everything. Oh yeah, yeah. And he must be stopped at all costs. <laughs> well, he I think really is the new Johnny Thompson from the standpoint. Oh, yeah. You know, he knows a little bit about not a lot about everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I I talk to Charlie quite regularly, and uh, I. I, I will never have the skill set that he does, but uh, he's so generous to me. In uh, like the silver tube thing I did tonight, I, I've yeah. been doing it for a number of years, and I did a bit of a rework on it. And I thought I'll, I'll send it to Charlie. Uh, David Regal helped with that as well. I'd employed David Regal to help with my work earlier on, mm-hmm. with because I'm not a word man. And I'd always made a promise if I found somebody who knew something about magic but could write, and would, and David was amazing. So I did Australia's Got Talent because in Australia we have no variety shows, not like in Europe. 
Um, or perhaps, I don't know if you in America, if you have any more variety shows. That, uh, well, we got, of course, America's got talent. Yeah, you know, yeah, so that was the only option. Yeah. And I, I really didn't like it, but I asked David if he would come in on my crew, if you like, and he came up with, uh, and he, his one suggestion finished the routine, hmm. made it complete. I think mm. it's so important. You hit on something there uh, that is Raymond. Then make sure that you don't depend upon yourself. Even though you think you can do it all, you need, do need to reach out. And I think if you get the right kind of people, let's say like Daniel Garcia, you know, or uh, like you said, you know, David Regal, you get someone outside who is seeing it from a different perspective. Not necessarily as a director, although that'd be ideal too if you can. Uh, yeah, Charlie Fry, whomever, to say, hey, let me show you this. Can you brush this up? I mean, like one little suggestion. I mean. Danny Garcia had given me a lot of ideas that I changed up one time when I was working in the castle. Just I showed him my castle. I said, well, what about doing this, this, and this? One of the ideas was to remove my watch because he was saying that it's distracting because, you know, when you move your hand, sometimes your, your Apple watch, no, it's an Apple watch, will pop on, you know, because it's dark right now. But if you see oh, yes. it now, it turns on. And so if you're doing close-up, that might draw attention away from your hands and what the action is. I mean... It was a minor thing, but a major thing, you know, kind of a thing that made me start thinking. I don't wear a watch when I'm on stage, although I like the idea you're saying we turn the watch on the inside. Oh, no, that wasn't mine. That wasn't that yours? Was, uh, was it Ben? No, who was that? Who, who, that may have been Ben Hart. Turn, I think it was Ben turn Hart. Turn your watch on the inside so you could see how long you had. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, great suggestion. Yeah, yeah. but my, yeah. my point is I think that it's, uh, that oh, it's important yeah, yeah. that magician should yeah. actually get a... A director, if possible, but certainly yeah. get another creative consultant well, you know, you, and someone to give you some yeah, ideas. I, I would. I, I always say to people, uh, use a magician for your technical aspects. Yeah. Uh, but get a theatre director or a choreographer whose job it is to look at somebody on stage and make them look better. Yeah. And that's all you're doing. And I always say, if you pay for a director, you don't have to do what they say because mm-hmm. you're paying. Yes. Yeah, but it may well just be. Why are you standing behind your box? Or why is your box on that side? Uh, well, I always have it on that side. Well, but why? Yeah, now you're covering half the audience on that side. And they're things that... Because um, they're not worried about your magic. Mm-hmm. They're worried about... They want to make you look as best as you can for your audience. Right. And the last thing I think I said in my lecture was... let, Which was Richard McDougall, who's a great friend, helped me with my lecture too, as did Louis de Matos. Um, he said, and I was just talking to him, I said, yeah, let's, let's make your magic the best and the richest it can be, because the audience deserve it, and now more than ever, we need to be individuals. And I, 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 I tell people, I don't watch magic acts. I don't watch magic acts. I watch them live, but, and the reason I don't watch them is because I don't want to become like them. Right. And a director will make you you will find who you are. They won't create the material for you. They'll just polish it, as you said. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, but somebody like Charlie Fry certainly could do that because he has such a vast knowledge. Right. And he's more interested in the, the, the entertainment value of it. Than, than the technical but team. Yeah, if you get some other people who are going to be technical people who can tell you, you know, some yeah, of the things. Yeah, correct, correct the faults, correct the faults. Yeah. But a director's job and a choreographer's job is to make you look good on stage. Yeah. So why wouldn't you pay half as much as you probably pay f- for an illusion? Or not even that. You wouldn't even pay that. That's Find true. somebody cheap. <laughs> and that will last you a lifetime. and something yeah. that will get you more bookings than anything. And the worst thing that could happen is you might get better. Oh, my. 
<laughs> we might get better. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and well, you will get better. You have to get better. It will be better. I'm going to send guarantee. We're going to leave it at that, but I think that I'm going to have to uh, give you a call by Zoom sometime <laughs> and get together for a proper <laughs> chat sit down. Sure, mate. All right. Thanks. <laughs> so, for the Ma- Magic Word Podcast, that was amazing. Thank you very much. That was Raymond Crow, Scotty. Well, the convention is almost over, I should say. Just a couple of exceptions right now. They're going to have a show. It's called Not the Gala. Uh, It's just a comedy thing, and that's going to be running opposite of the 18 and over show that Harrison Greenbaum is going to be doing. And I've seen him the last two nights, and it's been a different show every night. But I thought uh, I would have a chance to uh, speak with my friend and someone you've heard on the podcast from time to time in the past, whenever I see him, like a Magic Live and wherever, from Munich, Germany, Ewig Sperlick. Hey, Ewig. Hi. (laughs) I'm so glad that you're here. This is not your first uh, Blackpool convention, is it? No, I've been coming here for uh, over 10 years. Yeah. This is kind of a half skip and a jump for you from Munich, isn't it? Yes, it, uh, it's a, just a two-hour flight, and wow. uh, we have a big group of our, our Magic Club, and it's, it's great. And it's, it's a fixed uh, date. Uh, we are always going. Yeah. So it's not an option not to go. <laughs> not to go. So obviously you're coming back next year then, too. Is that right? Then? Yes, I booked my hotel room already. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, and, uh, because I noticed that there were no vacancies anywhere. Around town. Yeah, I have. I have been staying in the same hotel for ten years. So, and I, I won't uh, leave it unless they close it down or something like that. <laughs> so, for me, it's the perfect hotel because it's small room. It's clean, quiet. Well, nearby, is it walking? Yeah, it's, it's two blocks away from the Ruskin. Yeah, it's also a point. So, and it's it's, it's nice. So, it's, yeah. and it's affordable. When you say the Ruskin, of course, there are people who are listening. The Ruskin is the kind of the hosting hotel that that's where a lot of the performers stay and that's why people start hanging out there and it has got grown and grown they've added uh, some more rooms they bought the building next door apparently over the last few years or whatever and expanded so yeah 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 uh, grown is a good, good good point i think the convention is getting too big <laughs> too many people well i don't know what the maximum capacity here is but is but uh, i know that they have had to limit the capacity in some of the rooms when they reached it, it's kind of like sorry you know. Yeah, yeah, that that was my biggest problem. Well, they have the VIP passes, but uh, you have to wait in line, and if you are not lucky, you don't get into some sh- some of the shows. And and with the lectures, uh, they they didn't uh, distinguish between VIPs and regulars. Right. And if you were not there like 30 minutes before, then you might not get in, and that's something I don't think that's a good idea. Well, the only way I think that they can continue to grow the way they have is by... I mean, certainly that uh, the Opera House seems to be able to hold everybody in there. But by doing what they're doing, that is, of having conflicting lectures or performances that... Because you could choose one or the other. And if one fills up, you can go to the other one kind of a thing, you know. Yeah, but but that's the thing that you have to be aware of. I mean, you have to uh, plan, plan uh, what you want to see. And if it works out, then you can see most of it. And then you have to except that you won't be able to see everything. One of the things that I haven't discussed, actually, in any of the podcasts for the, this uh, whole weekend is the incredible app that they had prepared for your phone, so this way that you can tell what's on there, and also you can uh, put in your schedule what it is you want to do, and it will send you text messages, hey, we're about to start in this room, you know. Yeah, I think it's the first time that this really works. Okay. <laughs> Years before, they had an app, but... It was very rudimental and it crashed all the time, but yeah. this, this time it was yeah. working very it was well. very good. And yeah, before that I came, I already had downloaded it, so I kind of yeah. had an idea. Yeah, and you can plan ahead. Yep, exactly. 
So it was a lot of fun. It was a good convention, and it was uh, for me a great opportunity to uh, see old friends like you and and others, uh, you know, who uh, I got to meet for the first time, or some listeners who had come up and chatted for a while and said they enjoyed. It was very flattering that uh, people, you know, are listening. And uh, again, seeing some of the fantastic shows that we've seen, uh, some of these people I've seen in the U.S., but there are so many acts, particularly in the gala. Uh, that were for for me foreign acts that I haven't seen before that were amazing you know yeah, have you seen Raymond Crow Raymond I've seen a few times yes and I love Raymond I've seen that act and I'm glad I had a, a, a VIP pass and I was near the front as well to, to see him and also the hand shadow uh, act and everything and then at the very end uh, this evening's gala to have Wayne Dobson come out they wheeled him out in a wheelchair because he was the guest of honor at the end I mean yeah, it was really a standing ovation. It was just, that was a way to end the convention. Yeah, a lot of emotions also. A lot of emotions. Yeah. And, and the solo show by Ben Hart was something. And we and also Steve Valentine did his solo show. Yes. And it was amazing. Now, I missed Steve's show. I saw it in uh, at the Texas Association of Magicians Convention just this last year in Houston. Uh, his whole evening, uh, well, it wasn't the whole evening show. I guess he did about uh, 30 minutes or so, but this was like an hour show. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Uh, yeah, so I, I, was, I went to see, uh, what's her name, uh, Suhani uh, Shaw. And uh, I had the early show. She had some problems. Uh, hopefully the second show was a little bit tighter. But uh, the uh, uh, I'd like to have seen Steve, but just not enough uh, hours in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you have to decide. And uh, when they announced Steve Valentine, then it was clear for me I had to see him because... Uh, I think he's uh, great. Uh, he apparently was on the bill, but we didn't know that because it was Valentine's Day. They announced it and they sent us an email saying, hey, we got a Valentine's Day gift for you. We're having to see Valentine. Actually, I, I talked with him uh, at Silly Billy's stand and oh. he said that he has it in some, somehow in his contract that if movie works come, comes up, That's he correct. might be able to, ca or has to cancel. That's and correct. So they announced it last minute, but it was great. I mean, great surprise. Yeah, yeah. Just added, I mean, it was already great, but it's, it's added it even more, you know, yeah, with him being yeah. here. Yeah, yeah Steve's great. I'm, I'm really uh, well, wondering how they are going to top that. But, like, last year was great, and this year was great, and I don't know how, to, how they will, <laughs> will be managing to make it even, even greater. Well, that's true. We're going to be, I say we, the Blackpool's going to be competing against FISM next year then as well, yeah, you know, yeah. in uh, Rim, uh, Rimini. Turin. Turin. Yeah. You're going to be going to that as well? Of yes. course, I guess it's like... I mean, that's almost a driving distance for you, isn't uh, it? Yes, it's a seven-hour drive, but okay. we will drive there, yeah. yeah. Well, Yui, as always, it's really great to see you. Thank you again for your hospitality when we were in Munich for Oktoberfest. That was a memorable trip, and my, my sons and I will never forget. Yeah, we had it, a was, wonderful time. it was my and our pleasure. We had a great time. <laughs> Thanks for hosting the lecture, too. That was great. Yeah. Thank Hope you. you guys got something out of it. Yeah, of course, definitely. <laughs> so for the Magic Word Podcast, I think that's going to be a wrap from Blackpool. That was Yui Sperling. This is Scotty out. <laughs>